Jeans. Up. Ready? Let's go. And action. They're so very motherfucking high and tight. Mm. Yo, I had uh, <laughs> I had something come up, so I'm um, oh. I'm no longer doing Philly Wednesday night, but I am doing Philly Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So helium in Philadelphia, you know I'm your dad, and I'm gonna be there, and I'm also your mom, and I'm doing. One of my favorite clubs, which is your club. So please come out Thursday, Friday, Saturday only. Helium in Philadelphia. Um, that is that. And then next week, I'm going to the great city of Denver. Denver Mom Volato, as you put it. Uh, Mom Volato. I'm going to come keep you company. You're keeping week. me company. Uh, Comedy Works in downtown. I'm doing the downtown club, not the south club. Downtown club is my favorite. And I am also there Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Uh, You'll be doing shows there Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night. In Denver. But not Sunday night. That's right. We're flying back Sunday. Okay. Um, And I'm bringing, not only am I bringing you to keep me company, but Big Earn, a.k.a. Andy Erickson, (laughs) is coming to do the shows with me. How exciting is that? Big Earn. By the way, I don't hope I'm not spoiling anything, but our friend Anne Tullock, I don't know how to say her last name. Yeah. In Denver, um... DM'd me to mm-hmm. see what your size was, so you might have something cool being made for you from the mommies. <laughs> oh, that is exciting! So, yeah. uh, but these are two of the best comedy clubs in the country, and uh, I'm very excited to be doing Denver and Philly these two weeks. What? That's awesome! Yeah. I'm just looking at our new portrait. Uh, we'll get into that in a minute. Oh my um, life! Let's not let's not spoil oh, that no, yet. Let's, um, not, let's just stick to business. For our international Asian jeans, I'm also going to be. <laughs> In uh, Hong Kong, <laughs> Singapore, and Macau. Uh, I'm there the week of uh, September 8th through the 14th. So, you know, if you're around. Um, it's a city connection right there. Yeah, just come see me at Jeans Connection. And um, <laughs> that's that. We're going to take you right into the next month, September. Uh, Jeans and I are doing one show only in South Florida, and it's September 18th at the Fort Lauderdale Improv. Um, I don't know where that is. Oh, Where? shit. Fart Lauderdale. <laughs> yeah, okay. Okay. Fart Lauderdale okay. Improv in, right. in Fart Lauderdale. Actually, Hollywood, uh, Florida, but we call it the Fart Lauderdale Improv. Well, you're um, not very immature. It's part of the Seaman Hole Hard Rock Casino. <laughs> okay, okay. Okay. And then a week oh, later, gosh. a week later, I'm in Orlando at the Mom Lando. Mom. Land. Improv. But here's what's important to the rest of you with your tits hanging all low and stuff. Oh. There's only one South Florida show for the whole year. It's one stand-up show. It's one night only. It's Thursday, September 18th. Um, I also just added Minneapolis for October, and I added um, Phoenix for December. Uh, full weeks at clubs. Okay, Jeans, what's up? What well, I don't, I don't have anything, you know. I'm staying here in L.A. working on stuff, but I, I want to plug the 18th date. I'm, I'm going to be at the Fort Lauderdale Improv. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Is that it? 
Um, let me just think. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I, you know, I don't go out until like October again. So. Okay. Oh, can I do this real quick? Yeah. Farts. It's your show. Um, okay. Uh, I told some of you this, and some of you have gotten it, but I'm very, very excited that there are hard copies of Completely Normal. I know a lot of you saw it on Netflix, and you're like, I have it on Netflix. But for the non-Netflix people, um, you can buy the hard copy, and the first, I don't know, I think it's 100 are autographed, and I think there's still some left. So if you want that, please go to the site, either TomSegura.com or your mom's house podcast.com and click and order the hard copy of Completely Normal. And also on the site, on, uh, on our site, your mom's house podcast, we added some more clips. So uh, people have really enjoyed watching the source of some of the audio clips we play, and they're, they're all there on the site. Yeah, and guys, don't ask me to put up the pornography stuff, okay? It's inappropriate. Yeah. We're, not, we're not putting up. There's uh, my cunt, my cunt, my cunt. Yeah, or like just Come stick on. it in there and quit debating. It's not going on the site or yeah. or black salami. Black salami is not appropriate <laughs> for our site. You can't ask me to take fucking black salami and put it on the no. site. It's rude. You want to see some big black lazy dick? Well, I'm gonna show you some dick. That's not going on the site. You know because we don't need to offend the children. Sometimes children love our our site. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Hey, no, we don't need to horrify people. Yeah, that German nipple is, is enough. That's the best one. Yeah. <laughs> Some guy wrote to us. He said, "He said my girlfriend gets really upset by that video." Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> email. Why is she upset <laughs> she by it? She hates it the most. Why? The most. How could you? That guy is so passionate about what he likes. I know. That's kind of like the. There's no point to. Why would you be upset about that? I don't understand people. I don't understand either. But... Fucking fart on these fucking Swiss cakes. Eat them. <laughs> Eat them. On on Swiss cakes. <laughs> there's a. Oh, I wonder if Tosh.0 is going to play that soon. Ooh. Yeah, I said I threw down that gauntlet, Tosh.0. Mm. King Ass Ripper, good luck. I, if they could find him, I'd be really impressed. So would I. You know, he's got the power of TV behind By him. the way, he hasn't quit producing content. We're all over the place on this episode, <laughs> but he hasn't quit producing content. Well, we'll get into that maybe after the, yes. the theme song. I'll, I'll make a note of it. <sighs> Let's do it. Boots and pants and boots and pants. New shoes. Get yourself an outfit. Denim. Boots and pants and boots and pants. Haircut. New shoes. So get yourself back to school with these tails. Haircut. This shit is big time. Who is Randy? Don't bring anyone mother into this. Your mom in the fucking stand. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to your mom's house with Tom Segura, Tom Segura, and Christina Pajitsi. Welcome to your mom's house. Whoa. Wow. Highlighters. Okay. Go. Go. Work. Push. Go. You got this. Yours. Yours. 
affirmations. Positive. You're the best drum player in the world. Thank you. I've been playing drums for 26 years. Your jeans are the highest. Your beard is the fullest. Your hair is the fullest. Thank you so much. Your boobs are the biggest. Your jeans are the highest. You like that? What is that? Um, the worst commercial of all time. Yeah, it's pretty shitty. Yeah, it's pretty pretty bad. Um, um. But she does. The only upside is they do plug denim twice. Yeah, they're clearly yeah. fans. Oh, of course they're fans. Um. Of course they're fans. It's um, That's a commercial for a mall. And what they did was mm. they're in front of, I think, a green screen. They have a microphone. They have a guy... Who's fucking doing his horrific beat? Yeah, beatbox. Amateur hour. And then they hold up items and just say what they are: hmm. haircuts, boots and pants. And then yeah. she goes denim, which was, I guess, again the, the positive part. Um, but it's it's the worst commercial I've ever seen. It really is so bad. You've not seen this. Hmm. Just saying what it is. Back, go back to school shopping. Yeah. Get your back to school shopping. This reminds me of every musical ever, and why I don't like musicals. Yeah, this is why I can't. I can't even fucking stomach like Andrew Lloyd Webber stuff. It's just. It's the same thing. You're pulling up your pants and you're walking across the street, saying what's going across on across the street. Yeah, yeah they, you're saying exactly what's going yeah. on. It's the equivalent of like a place going like uh, we uh, we have uh, there's different things you can get at our restaurant. You can right. get something to drink and you can get stuff to eat. What's on the menu? There's different foods, appetizers. And let's list them. Salads with have yeah. carrots in them, and you're like, what the fuck are you doing right now? It's like if you ever listened. Remember when, when we were kids and you'd make up songs? Yeah. And you just sing about whatever was around you. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'll be all, oh, my tree, you're so pretty, the tree, I love my tree, my dog. But you know, there's an excuse for that. Cats, because I was a retarded child. You're a child. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I was a retard. Don't say the R word, please. You know how I feel about that. Denim, haircut, backpacks, backpacks, come get your backpack. Boots oh and pants and boots and pants. Oh New shoes. Get yourself an outfit. Denim. Get yourself an outfit. <laughs> that was the saddest one. Uh, Why the beatbox? Why? It's a white person doing beatbox. You can tell. Of course it is. They have but, as much rhythm as I do. That's how I do beatbox. <laughs> I feel like that girl's going to go, get yourself an outfit. <laughs> get yourself an outfit. Denim. Yeah, you know what? Boots she- and pants and boots and pants. Haircut. She's not committing to it when she's like, get yourself an outfit. You should see the haircut she's on the person commit. telling you to get a haircut. Hippie? No. Long-haired? Just bad. Yeah. Just somebody who you might first, your first thought might be, mm-hmm. that person should get a haircut. <laughs> oh, so get yourself back to school with these tails. Haircut. All right. Oh, we got it. We God. Got it. That was back to school day yesterday for children. They went back to school. <sighs> Remember that though, dude? First day back to school. When Wait, you were yesterday's a kid? first day back? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I didn't know Remember, that. like, you come back from summer times 
and like everybody had grown. Like you grow like ten feet a summer when you're a kid for some reason. Ten feet, yeah. You come back and every you're like, look at Tom Segura. He's you know seven foot ten, mm-hmm. and your beard probably came in by fifth grade. When did you get this beard? No, I mean I started shaving in seventh grade, of but course. that was like that was the <laughs> cause I had like a, the thing. The the, Ooh, the Puerto Rican yeah the Puerto Rican stash was coming in and and then the <laughs> hair on the sideburns was starting to grow so but that wasn't you know that's not daily shaving I needed the daily shave by the time I was like a junior in high school I bet mm-hmm. your eyes you shaved your eye- eyes eyelids. out of my face um, there's nothing grosser to me than prepubescent boys facial hair. It's horrible. It's so gross. It just looks like masturbation. The only thing worse than that is an adult man who has that hair still on his face. Yeah. Some guys can't grow a beard. Yeah, then you just shouldn't, right? Like if you no, can't, if you can't, don't do it. Just shave. I know. I have to, I have some friends that are really like mad about it, and they feel like they it's like one of their big points of of contention is that they don't get uh, to grow beards. No, because they get like they get uh, patches. They have like patchy patch, fur. Patchy fur. Yeah. You can sell people your beard trimmings and they can make a beard it's out of really it. It's really full right now. It's so full. It's so full. And I like the silver dogs in there. I like the peppers. I really like the different colors. I think it's cute. Now, your sister is n- not a fan. Oh, I posted a picture. Um, I haven't even mentioned on the show. But I posted a picture that I when I met Mike Tyson. Yeah. And then you sent it to her. Yeah. And her first thing was how excited she was that I met Mike Tyson. And then she called me the next day and she was like, honestly, you seriously, you seriously, you have to dye your beard. This isn't, this is Jane, not Maria. This is Jane, not Maria. She's like, you really, Tommy, you have to. Tommy, you have to. And I go, "Uh, I don't want to. And she goes, it's really bad. Like, you look really, really, really bad. Like, that's how she talks. And I was like, "Um, but I feel okay. And she was like, it looks terrible. I but think it looks really distinguished. Dumb. This is Jane. Oh my God, seriously? <laughs> That's Jane. You look very distinguished. You look like, you know when like the older gorillas have silver chest hair and silver fur? Yeah. You're like the older gorilla in the pack. I'll just say this. It doesn't bother me. Yeah. So I, if it doesn't bother me. It doesn't bother me. Yeah. I mean. When are your pubes going to turn gray? I don't know. They haven't started. I have some I have some gray chest hairs. Yeah. But again, it's just like a little bit. That also doesn't bother me. It doesn't bother me. I like it. I yeah. prefer that. Oh my god, you guys are so disgusting. Now, remember back to school times with Fifa's here? Do you know Fifa caught a fly when you were in here? What? So there was a flea flu and he was like <laughs> like biting it and he caught it and he ate it. Really? Yeah. Gross. Dogs are so gross. Um, but remember like back to school times when you were a kid and then you'd go back to school clothes shopping? And your mom wouldn't let you get brand name shoes, so you'd have to go to Payless and get like the whack yeah. Payless shoes. Yeah. That's not true. You guys had brand name. I bet you guys had Reeboks, like real high top Reeboks, huh? No. Well, it you know, it varied. Like um, I remember not having or it all depends on your age. And then don't forget I was playing sports. So like it starts to matter more because you're playing sports to have the cool. Like I didn't have, I don't remember having stylish cool kicks for like going to school i just remember like hey i'm playing basketball right now i need to get a good pair of basketball shoes Mm -hmm. and then you would go for like i would try to i never had jordans but i'd try to get like nice like nikes or reebok yeah 
Well, I know just growing up in L.A., like, I, I felt the pressure to dress cool from, like, second or third grade on because, like, people just had cooler stuff, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. My, my mom never got me. She would always insist on buying me, like, sweat outfits. <laughs> like, like, sweatpants and <laughs> sweatshirts. Well, she's dressing you like a fucking, <laughs> like a commie fucking drug dealer that came over <laughs> She's dressing you like like what the, what she Come knew. Come on, motherfuckers! Yeah. I want to win the spelling. Would, you, would she year. buy you tracksuits? That's what I'm telling you. It's so crazy. It is, but and now looking back, it is. But back then, I didn't know any better. Yeah, she's dressing me. Yeah, like a fucking Armenian drug dealer. Hilarious. I'm like I want to win spelling bee. Was she like? It looks good. You I'm look cool. Timetables. I learned timetables. Uh, old time. Tables. I didn't know. I thought every kid was gonna come rocking a cool tracksuit, and then it was Listen, just me. You go fourth grade. You go fifth grade. <laughs> you wear Adidas tracksuit. It wasn't even Adidas, dude. I got like I don't know what fucking whack ass brand. You wear knockoff Adidas. Yeah, suit. it's so ghetto, dude. You look good with this tracksuit. You look. This is good look for a woman, especially for little girls. Little girls love tracksuits. <laughs> little suits. girls go hand in hand with tracksuits. <laughs> yes, Chris, like you're going to love this. She used to get me uh, different colored tracksuits, uh, but I got to pick the color. So, like, I would have like a light, like a pink one, a turquoise one. <laughs> like, really? And I remember at the time. What period, grade is this, dude? This is like. Shit, man. Fourth, fifth grade. I had, you know that I've never known this before, and all the time I've known you, mm. this is a total revelation. Mm. This is a big moment. The, this is the time you're telling me that you, my spouse, wore fucking tracksuits <laughs> to uh, uh, third and fourth grade? Third grade, I lived with my dad, so I, wore, I dressed like Madonna. Like he, I would wear right. tube skirts and ear, like your crazy earrings and, and lace fucking press gloves on and, and gloves and press on nails. And he was like, do whatever. And he want. was like, that's okay. It looks good. Look cool. And then the teachers would call home and be like, your daughter's dressed like Madonna. And he's like, yeah, so like, it didn't even occur to him that that was odd. He just mm-hmm. wanted to let me have fun. Cause my mom was such a douchebag. Right. But then at her house, it was all utility. It was, it was function over form. So like the the sweatsuit was like the perfect utility for a kid, right? Right, like you just put you put a different one on every day. Like yeah. so, I had one for like every day of the week. Tracksuit, hilarious. Yeah, it was useful. Not what little girls, but wear. it's not. What, I wanted dresses, and she's like, "Dress is so stupid. Dress is stupid. Why do you want to wear a dress? Wear a nice tracksuit. Tracksuit, you look cool, and you can put knife. <laughs> you can keep knife inside jacket. Right, yeah. right, right. That's such a banana outfit to wear. Yeah, you could carry your knife and your drugs in I the pockets. Definitely never saw another little girl in a tracksuit. Of course not. But it kind of made me a fucking gangster, right? That's I guess so. I guess so. It made me hard like a thug. I'm a criminal, son. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. And then I, but by sixth grade, I wised up and I was like, I'm not wearing this whack shit anymore, okay? And then I'd, I'd make them buy me cooler stuff. Like, like I, I, oh, you know what I love, dude? Fucking, what are those pants? What are they called? Those beige pants with pockets on them, like fatigue pants? No. Camos? Like- no, dude, not camo, but they were like, Shit, come on. Now they're big in the 80s. What are these fuckers? Cargo call- pants? Yes, dude. That's what you wanted? Oh, I, I remember wanting cargo stuff. So cool. All those pockets? Yeah. Yeah. Not like boys one, like the girl version. Oh. I was like punk. I like that. I, if you're a dude now with cargo shorts, you're a big old asshole, though. That's like considered a very... Well, it makes your dick look... It makes your dick look weird. What? They're like dick shorts. 
cargo shorts? Yeah, because no, like not. those big pockets on the thighs, it makes your it bunches at the crotch. What are you talking about? Yeah, I no. always look at guys' crotches in those. You're so fucking. You're <laughs> such a dirt dog. You're a pervert and a dirt dog. <laughs> what was your favorite outfit as a child? Can we just talk about how that's not true? What you're just so in tune with dicks that you're like, it's, 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 it's true. It's, 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 no, it's true. Camouflage pants. Okay, not for us. Fatigue pants, what are they called again? Cargos? Cargo they shorts. They have nothing to do with dick stuff. They got big pockets on the thighs, right? And what yeah. that does is it makes the fabric in between your legs bunch up. And then I always notice the fabric bunches around the dick. And like they're like dick shorts. Like, look at G.I. Joe. Okay. Like, remember G.I. Joe? He wore, and the I just remember like the way they drew the character, his dick would show more. No, okay. it's true. Why don't you believe? Don't invalidate this thought. Just trust me. No, I'm not going to trust you, and I know that you're wrong. You're just wrong. <laughs> the Dick Detectives. I'm going to go out, and I want our listeners to weigh in on this. You can, you can go ahead, and you can be the decider. Your mom's podcast at gmail.com. In the subject line, put cargo shorts. <laughs> Do cargo shorts have an effect on the appearance of one's bulge, yes. cock, and or balls? I say not a chance. I've worn cargo shorts, although I proudly no longer own a pair. I've worn multiple colors, shades of them. No impact whatsoever yeah. on the dick. Christina is voting and saying that Cargo shorts have a huge impact on yeah, they do. dicks. Maybe it's that guys with car- wearing cargo shorts just have that different <laughs> dick swag, and then that's what you're seeing. But that's your vote. You're saying it has a big impact on it. Yeah. For some reason, I've always noticed that it bunches up around the male crotch area, and I see the bulge more. Ridiculous. <laughs> the Dick Detectives. Remember that girl we saw in the parking lot yesterday? With her pussy out? Yeah. No, which one? No, she had those short shorts on, like those cut off Daisy Duke shorts with her pussy out. But then her fucking hooshie was hanging out over her. (laughs) She had her hooshie out, yeah. She had a little belly. Like, there's girls that don't give a fuck ever. And you see that more with women than with men. Yeah, I love it. Guys will be like, you know what? I have a big belly or I do whatever. And they, <laughs> they, cover. they cover it up. Girls are like, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I'm going to show off this regular body. Yeah. She was like, her her stomach meat was hanging over it. So much. Her meat. So much. Her tummy meat. Um, so we could say now that uh, it's all over. Funniest yes, wins. Yes, yeah, Sydney won. Sydney won. Congrats. We don't know. Congrats, Sydney Castillo, who went uh, O for 10, <laughs> won Funniest Wins. Congrats to Sydney we, Castillo. I know. We have to have him back to redeem himself. <laughs> There's no coming back from that, man. Do you think? No, no. We can have him back, but we'll never play Tom or Black again. It's over. Really? Yeah, no, no, no. Never play Tom or Black Mm-mm. again. Not with him. Not yeah, I'm him. glad that, that he won. He was so good. He was so funny. He really was great. Sydney has good um good good energy. He's a good he's a good yeah, dude. You can sense it when you're around him. Yeah, he's a good person and he's funny, which is like super rare, I yeah, think. I'm very happy for and, him. And um 
Yes, you did have to be black to win. Um, I saw a lot of that. It was really <laughs> so for, for people that don't know. On the first episode, <laughs> when like Marlon's introducing the you know the show and like, hey, you're all going to be competing. Christina raises her hand on episode one and goes, "Do you have to be black to win this?" Because there's so many black people. On yeah, the show. and he was and, talking and he's only black. black yeah, and um, of course, like it got a lot. People were laughing and and they isolated it and sent us the tracks yeah. of it and. And then, uh, and then <laughs> when this episode aired, I got, because I, I was tagged in a bunch of them, uh, tweets, people were like, I guess you did have to be black <laughs> <laughs> uh, That was funny. Great. That was really great. Well, you know, in Sydney's defense, yes, he's black and he's super, super funny. So not just black. You have to be black and funny. Yeah. That's what you said. That's what you said to somebody. Yeah, yes. So good for him. Very good. He's $100,000 richer, so we should definitely invite him back. Yeah, him and um, his fucking dinner or something, right? No shit. Getting engaged is special for so many reasons. You get to plan the perfect proposal, celebrate the love you've built so far, and look forward to the love you'll build for the rest of your lives. The only part that's not so special, shopping for an engagement ring. If you don't know what you're doing, that's where BlueNile.com comes in. BlueNile.com is the original Online jewelers since 1999, they've helped millions of couples create their perfect engagement ring. With Blue Nile, you can create a bigger, more brilliant piece than you can imagine at a price you won't find at a traditional jeweler. They're committed to ensuring that the highest ethical standards are observed when sourcing diamonds and jewelry. Blue Nile offers a 100% satisfaction guarantee with guaranteed free shipping and returns. It's tough to find a place you can trust when you're shopping for diamonds. But Blue Nile is that place. Right now, you can get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more with code YOURMOM at BlueNile.com. That's $50 off with the code YOURMOM, Y-O-U-R-M-O-M, at BlueNile.com, BlueNile.com. Also, I'm looking at this. Do you want to explain this? Yes. So, uh, <laughs> so good. I was in Columbus, Ohio this weekend. Can I just give oh a fucking gosh. shout out? To Columbus, Ohio. Sea bus. What the fuck, man? Cray cray, huh? It was amazing. Like so the, good. the the people you came out, you supported her jeans. You you I had the best time. Oh, I mean I brought Jeff Tate, who is a fucking headliner, and he he featured and it was an amazing show to be on. Um Jeff is a great comic. And you guys supported. So uh, thank you to everybody that came out. I will definitely be back at the Columbus Funny Bone. As a matter of fact, I got um, the offer to go back. They offered me today nice. to go back for next year. So Okay, Tom Segura. I, I already accepted, and I will be back in Columbus. Um, oh, and before I forget, thank you to everybody who came out to Rooster Tea Feathers in Sunnyvale. We had a lot of mommies come out strong. Yeah. Thank you so much, guys. You guys made that week worthwhile. Yeah, so... And I never found out what the tea stood for. You didn't even ask? I did ask, and then it was never revealed to me. Was it like a, it's a secret, like Illuminati shit? Yeah. Really? Let's just say Rooster knows, but he ain't telling. Whoa. Yeah. I know what you mean by that. Yeah. God. <laughs> I, I just, I don't even know what to say about that. That is just. Yeah. Whew. Yeah. So, peep this. I'm, I am in, uh, what's it called? I'm, I'm in. Columbus after one of the shows and this nice couple comes up to me and you you know we get things all the time people are so sweet to us they give us they give us uh doggy denim they give us yes I got a shirt for Theo see it's at 24 7 bottles of wine we get bottles of wine we get weed weed we get cheese we get 
All kinds of wonderful things. Pickles, posters. This lovely couple gave me a frame. Now, the frame is a regular picture frame, but instead of being able to see the the wood of the frame, it's all denim. It's a (laughs) denim frame. And within the frame, hand-drawn, it's like Sopranos. And instead of the Sopranos, though, it's you and me and FIFO. Um, You are Polly Walnuts. (laughs) Because I got the stripes in my hair. She drew you amazing. It's so good. And it's so good. She told me she fucked up my face, Aww. so she used a cutout of a photo and put it over there. But it still looks great. Looks great. You're and I'm uh, Anthony. I mean, Are I'm you Christopher I'm Chris- Maltesani. Christopher, Christopher, not the dog. <laughs> he killed the dog. And then Tony Soprano is Theo, <laughs> <laughs> and it, the expression on his face. Oh my god! Especially like the, with his <laughs> his hands in his pockets, it just looks so crazy. And then it says there's no such thing as Wednesday. And uh, yeah. I put it on my Instagram, which is Segura Tom, if you want to see it. I put it on mine, too. Okay. Just easy. Um, and it was made by Casey Ochoa. Thank you, Casey. Casey, it's just amazing work. Thank you so, <laughs> so much. So good. So, so much. I think what I like the most is when people spend a lot of time on ridiculous things. Nothing makes this my heart This is real. Sing. They put time into this. Oh, I know. It's so good. It's like a really good pencil drawing. Yeah, it's amazing. Here. And look at FIFO's eyes. He's got like the craziest, uh, de- he's got like droopy. Yeah. <laughs> and he looks like, you know what he looks like? I'm all business. I'm all business <laughs> yeah, it's here. James Gandalf. And it says there's no such thing as Wednesday. Oh, God. <laughs> that is just, you can't beat that. That is the, no. Everything about that so is just there's it's amazing. There's no such thing as Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> now that if you don't know, if you haven't heard that, is uh, Tony Hinchcliffe's mom, Joy Hinchcliffe. She used to how do we say this delicately? Run numbers. There you go. Yep. And she, we did an interview with her. If you want to go back and find that, fuck, one. those are some of the best ever. And she told us that like she's crazy. I talked to her about like you know people basically they're playing the lotto with a bookie mm-hmm. and. Um, I said, you know, about collecting, and I said, how did it work? And, you know, she said, uh, money's always due on Tuesday. Yeah. Tuesday. Tuesday. And uh, I said, so I did, a, a like, a role play with her. Yeah. And so I was like, hey, yeah, Joy. And she's like, yep. And I go, <laughs> like, so, yep. um, you know, if I, I'll have it in, like, a couple days. And she was like, no, you got to pay me. You got to pay me Tuesday. And I said, well. I can't pay you Tuesday, but I, you know, I could pay you Wednesday. There's no such thing as Wednesday. <laughs> and that's what she said. There's no such There's thing no. as Wednesday. She said, find it, borrow it, steal it. I don't know what you got to do, but get me that fucking money. Yeah. And I was like, holy shit. And do you remember when she employed the use of silence? It was, it was, it was a lesson. If you go back and listen to those, the, the, the thing about silence, too, is that it has power in different types of situations. One of the things where it has a lot of power is in comedy. You know, a lot of comedians are scared of silence. Yeah. So it's it's like a, a moment of silence to them is, is absolute panic. So it's just talk, 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 and it's like 100 miles an hour. But if you use silence the right way, you actually suck people in more. Yes, because they lean in. They want to hear what you have to say of as course. opposed to you chasing them. <clears throat> and it also, it you know, especially when you're doing longer sets... 
you know, there's a natural wave that happens. So when that <laughs> silence comes, yeah. it gives you room for another explosion. For something they big. can't explode if they're already riding that high, you explode. know? Yeah. So it's um, pretty. And I was reading this. Uh, but like, with fear, it's really leaving. It's amazing. It's great. And also in negotiations, like for money. Yeah. I was reading this. I know I read every fucking dumb motivational book and how to make money and yeah there's this guy ramit seti i think his name is this indian kid who writes books on like how to be a millionaire and stuff. yeah and he said during negotiations that's a real powerful tool is silence mm-hmm. i mean think about it when you're when you're get trying to get money out of somebody you just don't answer and see what they do they'll they'll come up with something to fill the space smart yeah that's smart God, man silence um God yeah, it's, damn it. it's pretty. Yeah, it's pretty. It leaves. It leaves quite oh, an impact. Guys, also uh, the video of Tom playing our opening theme is up on the website. Um, what did you put it on YouTube? It's on YouTube. Oh, it is. And then it's also on our your mom's house podcast on the clips page. If you want to see what I see every time we start the show, <laughs> it's up. And he's such a good conductor, you guys. I mean, maybe we'll do different ones because that's just one version of what I do. That is one version. And today you picked up highlighters and stuff and you really incorporated that. Ah, 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 ah. Yeah. Um, so you want to hear about meeting Mike Tyson? Oh, my God. <laughs> I can't believe we haven't even told the story yet. I know. I can't believe it. it just occurred to me that we haven't talked about it. So I'm on uh, a flight out Wednesday to go to Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. And it's imp- I, I, I make that point because it's a day early. And for people that don't know the the comedy business, sometimes, especially because we're West Coast acts, they'll try to get us to come in a day early. One reason is so that you're there, they know you're there, but also so you can do press the next morning. And it's one of the big bummers for us. We hate going a day early. Like, because the day of your life you have to give up just to mm. fly. We like to go day, day of, of yeah. man. All so it's a motherfucker. But anyways, <sighs> Wednesday, I'm going out to Pittsburgh for uh, presumably Thursday morning press. I find out that I don't have Thursday press. I have Friday press. I'm like, well, why the fuck am I going out then? Right. So I'm not that excited. I get on the flight, and right across the aisle, one row back, is Mike Tyson. (laughs) That's so crazy. It is crazy. You know what's crazy? The Mike Tyson. How people react. Yeah, I bet. People are boarding the plane, and it takes an extra 40 minutes to board the plane. Jesus. Like an extra 40 minutes minutes because everybody boarding the plane notices him and the crazy thing is what type of appeal he has to the general public he literally appeals to like the whole the the full demo like it's Mm kind of cool to watch because if you watch it's like old white ladies uh 20 year old black guy um 50 year old asian guy 45-year-old white guy, uh, 10-year-old, you know, little girl, white girl. Like, it's every every race, every age group, every religion. They're all stopping. Some of them are giving him a fist bump. Some of them are shaking his hands. Some of them are giving him a thumbs up. And I'm assuming he's sitting in first class. Yes. And everybody, so he's, he, they board first class first, so he's He's seated. seated, And they all get to walk by. Everybody has to walk by. And And I got to point this out. I got to say, because I think it's important, because people are always... (laughs) tearing down you know the the people oh you know and this person didn't say didn't acknowledge me and didn't he's gracious to everybody That's cool. shakes people's hands hi how are you gives a thumbs up to the people that that do that to him 
people are like, it's a great thing. He's like, thank you, a pleasure to meet. Like, he's nice to everybody. Aww. That's so nice to hear, isn't it? It is, it is. When and you're a hero, and he's a hero to so many To people. a lot of people. Yeah. So he's, we're on the flight, and uh, I, I'm watching this, and I'm watching, like, uh, guys older, like, probably one guy that's 40, one guy that's 70 are in his row, but across the aisle. And they are they are fucking really going hard on him, like, like they're like, uh, Mike, yeah, if you if you go to the bathroom, I'd like to wipe it for you if you don't mind. And like they're really laying it <laughs> yeah. on, you know. If you have a fart, I'd like to smell yeah, it. Yeah, if could you cop any of your farts and throw them over here? Because I'd really like to see what they smell like. Nerds, yeah, dad, hardcore nerd dad now. Nerds. I notice him, and he, I, you know, it's one of those things where I do make eye contact a few times. One time, like, I turn and I make eye contact. A couple times, like, when he goes to the bathroom and comes back, it's really, like, weird. Like, he would walk back and look and then go. And, like, you could, like, you feel it inside you. You're yeah, like, the, the fear of the yeah, you're like going to kill you. Yeah. It's not that, I mean, I w- it's just that, like, it's one that stands out. Like, because he's walking down the aisle and then he goes, <laughs> and you're like, fuck. Like, mm. it's like a... Um, it's almost like when you see a tiger and you're like, woof. Right. Oh my yeah. he is. He's he's yeah. enormous. Yeah. yeah, he's a he's a it's just there's there's obviously something about him, you know, that you can't really put into words. But anyways, he's sitting there. I have not said shit to him. There's less than an hour in the flight to go. So we left at like four in the afternoon. It's eleven thirty at night now. And we're in the eastern time zone. And I go, should I say something? And then I finally go, you know what? I should say something because like he's iconic and you know i i used to fucking nerd out to him when i was a kid and he's right here now so i get up and i said i don't want to bother you but um i'm a big fan i just wanted to tell you and he shakes my hand and he like he grabs it like with both hands and i go and he goes thank you no he goes thank you tom yeah he goes thank you tom (laughs) he said thank you and i said um what are you going to Pittsburgh for? And he said, I'm promoting a fight. And I go, <laughs> promoting a fight? He's like, yeah, I'm a promoter now. So I promote fights, you know. Oh. And I go, oh, that's great, man. And uh, he's like, what about you? And I said, I'm a comedian. I'm going to do shows. And he goes, you're a comedian? And I go, yeah. And he goes, where are you going? And I said, I'm going to the Pittsburgh Improv. And he goes, where's that? And I was like, I have no idea. Like, <laughs> That's in the suburbs. Pittsburgh right. somewhere like, I don't know. in a mall. And he goes, is your, sh- <laughs> is your show tonight? And I go, no, because it's 1130 at night right now. <laughs> right. We're on a plane. <laughs> and he goes, uh, he goes, when, uh, when is your show? And I said, it starts tomorrow. And then I have one Friday and then Saturday and Sunday. And then he's talking to like his guy, like, when is our stuff? And they're talking about it. And he was like, uh, maybe we can go tomorrow or something. I go, really? I would love to have you and he's like maybe and then he goes where's your show and i'm like it's at the pittsburgh improv (laughs) still and he goes how do i find it i'm like dude i have no idea (laughs) i go just google i go google me Mm. and i i reach in my bag and i pull out my dvd and i give it to him and i go this is my name just google this and then it'll come up like where i'm where i'm at and he goes oh thank you and i go yeah and if, if you do come you know like we would be honored to host you. So that's it. I think that's cool. And then I met him. And then I, I sit back in my seat. And I just kind of waiting there. And then 
like five seconds later, I hear time. I'm like, <laughs> holy shit. No, wait, where are you sitting in proximity to him? Across the aisle, one row in front of him. Okay. So I turn over my left shoulder and he's on the across the aisle. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. And he goes, Were you on television recently? <laughs> he's saying this across the plane? Yeah. Oh my God, and how I funny. Go, I go, uh, and I'm actually thinking and I go, not not recently. He goes, You sure? And I go, Yeah. I go, Well, I'm on Netflix. And he points and he goes, Netflix is amazing. <laughs> and I go, yeah, yeah, Netflix is great. And he goes, what's your favorite show on Netflix? And I go, are you fucking, are we doing this right now? Like, seriously? Wait, he's talking across the plane yes. to you? And yes. he's asking all these questions. Yes. Oh, that is so funny. I had no idea. Yes. That's how, that's so He's like, ridiculous. what's your favorite show on Netflix? <laughs> You're like, House of Cards. Yeah, that's exactly what Season I said. Season two. <laughs> I go, I love House of Cards. And uh, I go, I'm trying to think, you know, you feel pressure too. And then you can never think of what you like under the gun. Yeah, it sucks. You can't. I and, know. and I also lied. So <laughs> he goes, uh, he, I said, how's the card? And I go, I go, uh, I watched all of Breaking Bad. And the reason I said it is I did love Break and I did watch it. We watched yeah. it together. But I also realized that I said it because I thought he'll like this. Because I want to say the thing that he gives approval to. Right, right. You know, especially because he's, he's Mike Tyson. He's Mike motherfucking Tyson. You want so, to be his best friend for life. I go, I watch Breaking Bad, and he goes, my wife likes Breaking Bad. <laughs> like, disappointed. Like, you like uh, shit my wife likes. Oh, excuse me. Like, yeah. it's because le- it's a girly show, yeah, Breaking exactly. Bad? Yeah, oh my God. So I go, uh, like, fuck. He goes, do you like uh, Sons of Anarchy? <laughs> and I go, uh, here's the truth. I've never seen it. No, me but I go... Yeah. <laughs> and he goes, yeah, that's my shit. Like that. He loves Sons of, Sons of Anarchy. Yeah. So he gives me a, he reaches out and gives me a fist bump on that. Mm. I turn around and then I go like, that was cool. I had like a little conversation. And then like five seconds later, I feel a tap on my shoulder <laughs> and I look up and Mike Tyson is standing above me. And I'm like, oh, and I, I don't know what he's going to, I have no idea what's about to happen. And he leans down and he whispers to me in my ear like nobody can hear. He goes, I've been watching a lot of Netflix. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> Do you know how terrifying that is? I never yeah, thought that sentence could be that. that. So and I'm like, what the fuck? And then he looks at me like, like pre-fight in the middle of the ring. Oh, no. Like, I don't know what he, if he's about to say. Like, I regularize who you are. I don't yeah. appreciate your material. You make fun of black people yeah, sometimes. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what the fuck <laughs> he's going to say. So I'm like, uh, yeah. And he goes, that's why I recognize you. And I go, what? And he holds up the DVD that I just gave him. And it's mm. like he was like looking at it. He must have been looking at it. He goes, this is the picture that's on Netflix, which it is. Right, right. The cover of the, of the hard copy is the same one that pops up on Netflix. That's the stupid face my dad likes. The stupid face. And he goes, that's why I recognize you. I've seen you on Netflix. And I was like, wow, that's amazing. He's like, yeah, what's your phone number? And I go, what the fuck? And so I give him my phone number. And then like we land and I, he gives me like a beat on the chest, like, appreciate you. I think it's over. I'm like, that's cool. Like, they're not coming to my fucking show. And then the next day, you know, I mean, that night, I think I, I think I called Justin. I was like, dude, I fucking <laughs> ran into Mike Tyson on a plane. Next day, I get a text message from him. And do you know what it says? Hmm. Where's your show? <laughs> <laughs> so he still doesn't know. I write back the Pittsburgh Improv. And of course, he writes back, where's that? Aww. So I Google it. I send it to him. I find the address. The phone rings. And it's, hey, Tom. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> 
<laughs> and I go, what's up, champ? What's up, champ? <laughs> and he goes, uh, we're coming to your show tonight, brother. Oh, my God. And I go, oh, shit. I go, that's fucking amazing. He goes, we're going to watch you do your work. And I go, I, I, I'm honored. And he goes, it's all love. Aww. And I know what he means by that. But like, I'm also like, I'm trying to think on the spot and it, I feel pressure because it's like, you know, it's Mike Tyson. Right. And I know the expression, it's all love, but it's, it's not something that, I don't know how to say it back. So I, in like my pressured moment, I just go, uh, I love you. <laughs> and it's just, there's silence on the phone. Yeah. And then he goes, good luck at your show. And he hangs up the phone. <laughs> And then I go, I think I fucked that up. Yeah. I just told Mike Tyson I love him on the phone. Yeah. And then uh, I go to the show. Mike Tyson's at the show. That's so crazy. Then when I'm, he's, they, see, they seat him out of my sight, my eyeline. Oh, no. No, it's fine. I don't like that. I like to know where people are sitting if they're coming to see me. Well, I do know where he's sitting. But, oh, okay. But like I can't see him because it's like there's no right. light. Oh, okay. But I figure when I, that he's going to leave. I figure as a celebrity, especially at his level, that what he'll do is like he came and then he'll leave before it's over and then they'll send me a text like we really enjoyed like funny funny stuff it was good seeing you i finished the show i walked to the back he's sitting right there he gets up and he like he bow like you know leans his head down and is like thank you for having me and i go i i go thank you for coming he goes you're a trip man you're a trip mm. and then i go yeah and i figure like now they're on their way out he goes let's go to the green room you're like awesome i just i go like what he leads me to the green room. And then he goes, now we in Tom's room. This is Tom's castle right now. That's what he said when we go in there. And he said, this is it, huh? And he knew all, I mean, it was funny. He knew so much about, he's probably been in a thousand green rooms. He's like, there a window in here? I go, no. He's like, yeah, windows is like when you made it. When you really made it, you got a window in your green room. You're the fucking man if you got a window <laughs> in your green room. He knew that shit so down. And we just hung out and we talked about fights and just life and just bullshitted. Mike Tyson and his like little crew, his entourage, and then, um, then of course, like the finally one of the staff came. The managers was like, "Hey, like everybody's gone now." So I go, "Okay." So we walk out of the green room into the showroom, and he meant all the the audience had left, but you know where the staff was mm-hmm. lined up at the at the green room door. Of course. And I was like, "Oh, you guys want to take a picture with me?" Okay, just line <laughs> up, and there everybody was like, "Could you please move?" And of course, and Mike graciously took photos with everybody. He's so that's so nice that he's like that. You wouldn't, I wouldn't, I would never. I would probably be so annoyed if I were him with people. Yeah, yeah. He's like, that's really cool. He's really cool, man. It was, it was, it, you know, it's one of those things. I'll, I don't know if I'll ever run into him or or those guys again. But it's one of those things that'll stay with me for the rest of my life. Is the time I was on a plane, so crazy, and the heavyweight, former heavyweight champion of the world. I started talking to him, and then he came to my show the next day after he fucking called me. So crazy, dude. Yeah, it it really blew my mind. And it's such a testament to the power of like the internet. It's yeah. so crazy. He knew who you were based on like Netflix. Netflix. What a wonderful. I know. It's so crazy. And, I'm, and I was there today, and I didn't even get to tell them that story. Oh. I wanted to, but it was like in a rush. I was at, I was at Netflix, and I was all excited to tell them the story, but everybody was like scattered and rushed. Oh. Anyways. Well, we love your story. We heard yeah. your story and we like it. We approve of you. Thank story. you. I like your story. Um, oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my. What? I was going to say we should invite him over for like barbecue. Mike Tyson. Okay. Next time you talk to him, just say, 
we barbecue and I would love to have you over. That's all I'm saying. I'll mention it to him. Okay. We go ahead. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Seriously? 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 Oh my god. You take your fucking scissors. Oh my god. Use your pudgy fucking monkey hand. Seriously? Cut the box open, cut a hole in it, and pour it in the goddamn bottle. Oh my god. Seriously? been a while it's been a long time what's happening she's fired up about some shit maria's it's really weird huh yeah maria's not really like that she's pretty she's always meditating calm zen. um i got a text message from her a couple days ago yeah. said like i have to tell you this fucking story about what happened to me and when i saw it like i got that like excitement of like oh like if she's telling me call me <clears throat> I got a I got a call because she's saying like I'm pissed off about something. Right. I almost wish I had been home so I could have called from here sooner. What I did was on purpose I didn't call her for a couple of days because I knew I wouldn't be able to record it. Oh, so that's why smart. I, yeah, I called her today. I was like, "Oh, I'm sorry I haven't been able to talk to you, but since she texted me like you got to hear the story that uh, I just I called her." Okay? Mm-hmm. So what is the no. story that I need to hear? Okay, so we went, you know, we had a half marathon on Saturday. You and so a- we went up with another. She's what? Okay. Louis Farrakhan on Saturday? <laughs> Should we start playing What the Hell Did Maria what Say? What the fuck is she saying? Yeah, I, I, um, I picked up on the fact that people wouldn't understand it, so I repeat it. Okay. A half marathon? And so we went, yeah, a half marathon was up in uh, the vineyard. So it's like this hill, nothing but oh, first miles. Of- Hold on. After dinner, she ran a half marathon? <laughs> After dinner. <laughs> You'd be over two right now. What it's up in the vineyards? It was in these hills. <laughs> I never. If you hadn't translated, I have no fucking idea. What yeah, I don't think anybody about. does, but that's Maria. <laughs> um, I've never run one, let alone thirty miles of hills. So we went up with another couple, and we're like, we we're going out to dinner Friday night. Like we decided to go early because you know we want to make sure we can poop before we run. I'm sorry, you have to sleep and poop before you run. Right. Gotcha. So she wanted to have dinner early so she could poop before she runs. Which the is next smart. Day. Yes. Yeah. I'm okay. I don't do it at seven thirty. I don't eat dinner at eight, and I just go at like six thirty so I can make sure I sit before I run. Mm-hmm. Early enough in the morning. Mm-hmm. You want to make sure you shit, shit before you run? <clears throat> yeah, I want to poop in the hotel before I start running. Oh right. Because right. I always poop at seven thirty, and the race starts at seven thirty. Gotcha. So I need to schedule my dinner early enough so I can shit beforehand. So like, let's go at six thirty. So we all get to, we get this restaurant at six thirty, and we sit down, and ten minutes go by, and we haven't even gotten like a glass of water or nothing. Are you following so far? They sit down, they haven't gotten a glass of water or nothing. Yeah, six thirty. They sit down. Okay. Right? Okay. Okay. So I asked like a hostess person, and the guy comes down, and he's complete like a complete like just like a airhead like, hey, surfer, him. I'm so sorry. It's a Mexican version of him. Oh. A masquerade ball is Zerman. So the guy's an airhead like surfer dude, right? but he's Mexican too. I, I did not hear that at all. Yeah. I heard a masquerade ball. Yeah, he's Mexican. He's Mexican and a surfer. Airhead. And an airhead in Michigan. Okay? Jesus he surfs a lot. Yeah. Um, he's Mexican? Is that what you said? <laughs> yeah, Mexican. I'm total Mexican, okay. but airhead. Just <laughs> completely space cadet, working in an Indian restaurant of all places. Okay. 
uh, which was, by the way, voted like the top five Indian restaurants. In the, hold in hold the on, hold on. Let me ask you something. If you're going to run a half marathon uh, and you're going to want to wake up at 6.30 in the morning, is Indian food the food you eat before you run a marathon? Uh, is that really a good, wise decision? Yeah. You're eating Indian food, which is guaranteed diarrhea. I feel like it's a smart decision. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's the thing to do. Okay. That or Mexican, one of the two. Yeah. So first of all, we have this like airhead Mexican working there. Okay. So anyways, we go in. We're like, can we just put in an, a drink order, an appetizer order, and then we'll order <clears> after. Um, oh wait, no, it's okay. Why some people smoke? Can you share Go get the truck. Huh? Go get the truck. Um, Weston's driving the truck? We put an appetizer, and like 20 minutes later, the appetizer comes back. And then I ask the guy what's in the sauce. I'm like, I just want to make sure there's no dairy. And he's like, no, it's, uh, you know, I think they put like spices and a bunch of stuff in there. But you got to say what's going on there? He's putting in spices and a bunch of stuff. <coughs> Come on. No, no, look at me. Come on. Come on. What are you doing? I'm checking on something. Why? It's important for us. Go ahead. So, she got a sauce. Yeah. And she's saying, what's in the sauce? Because she wants to know. Make sure there's no dairy. And the guy goes, no, there's a bunch of stuff in there. Of course. It's Indian food. Indian food is just a bunch of slop in a pot. Well, she wants to know specifics. Good luck. find out what it is. They don't even know. It tastes really good. I just want to make sure it's, you know, I'll get some meat and and if it's no dairy in it, then I'd like to learn how to make it. So he comes back five minutes later. Oh, yeah, it's just what I thought. They they put, like, vegetables, and then they cook it, and they mix it with stuff, and then they blend it. I'm like, so that's stuff you have. It's stuff mixed with vegetables and spices. And that's all you have. It, is, it says, well, they cook it, and then, they, but then it's not cold. Then it gets- the guy literally tells her that there's stuff in there. Yeah. She's asking for the ingredients, and he goes, there's a bunch of stuff, and they blend it. It's Indian food. Well, yeah, they, not- they don't even know what's in it themselves. Okay. It's just Indian food. Okay cold and they serve it. I'm like, so exactly, and they just repeat the ingredients. It's cooked stuff, it's, then it gets cold, and then they mix and they blend it. It's like, yep, that's pretty much it. I'm like, that's, thank you, that's very specific. So I'm like, we decided to order entrees. I'm like, um, what's the, I said, you know, I order this tandoori shrimp, and it comes with the vegetable of the day and white. I'm like, what's the vegetable today? What the fuck I don't is know. that? <laughs> Do you hear that noise? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was Weston yelling at a jet. Jeez. A jet flew by. Uh, and yeah, oh, so jet. There's one coming in like five minutes. You'll see another jet. So then I'm like, "What's the vegetable today?" He says, "Oh, that's today's vegetable." I'm like, "I got that much. Can, did you know what it is?" Sometimes it's potatoes. Sometimes it's like peppers. Like, do you know which one it is today? So he goes and finds out. Comes back. It's um, mixed peppers. I'm like, "Great, perfect." Yeah, four minutes. And I'm like, "Can I get an extra side of that?" Ooh, very good. Three minutes left, and another jet comes. Well, now can I get another side of the vegetables? And can I also get an extra side of the hot green chili sauce, like an extra version of it? Are you understanding what's going on? Yeah, I'm. I kind of. There's just there's just Maria problems. You know, <laughs> like I, I I tune out because I'm like I, I, I was talking about mini blinds, side of vegetables. Yeah, she's asking for extras. This of is everything. like she okay. wants a side. Of, she wants. Vegetable of the day, extra, uh, extra peppers, and then the sauce. She wants extra of that too. Yeah, I'm all right. So I'm finally, confused. our dinner comes. No, wait, first, first forty minutes go by, and then we still haven't got our meal. 
and people have come after us are eating their meals. People are getting up paying for the bills. It is now 8.15. We got there at 6.30. Oh, I was like, where the fuck is our meal? Like, at this point, I get up, and I'm like, I go up to the kitchen. I'm like, we ordered at 6.30. Maybe 6.45 we ordered because we put an appetizer order in first. I'm like, this is absurd. The guy's like, I'm so sorry. Hey, I'm just a messenger. I don't make the food. I'm like, you know what? You're a really bad messenger because so far you've delivered me nothing. The only message you've given me is they make stuff that's hot and then it's cold and they blend it. That's the only message I've gotten from you so far. You've not given me a single answer. How about getting our food? So he goes and gets our dishes and he forgets one of them. Goes back to the other one. I'm like, I ordered a side of vegetables. I said, and these are green beans. Yeah, we're out of the other stuff. I'm like, can I get an extra side of green beans and I get the hot sauce? He says, well, there's a little sauce in your plate there. I'm like, I know, but I asked for extra. Can I please have it? And Gable doing it. So now 10 minutes go by. Everyone's eating. I'm like, so I just have to go to the kitchen. I'm like, may I please get a side of vegetables I ordered and a side of sauce? He says, oh, we're out of vegetables. He says, but I still have green beans left. I'm like, great, I'll take them. So he comes back to the table and he gets me the sauce. And he says, oh, she's got extra green beans. She's not eating hers. So he doesn't bring me my green beans because he assumed I didn't want any since my companion at dinner wasn't eating her green beans on the table. Jeez, not, now it's like three hours. It was, I mean, it was like one thing after the other. And at this point, I'm like, I just, I didn't say anything. I'm like, because I can't believe that someone this dumb exists and is actually working in this restaurant. Wow. And that was a dinner. Yeah. So we got out of there like at 930. Well, more importantly, how was your poop the next day? By the grace of God, I shit like right before we left. We all had to poop. And we, we, get, we get late to the, uh, the race. Actually, we're, we're in traffic, horrendous traffic. We are still three miles away. And the race starts, like we're watching the runners go by. And we all have to go to the bathroom. Like we're in, we're in the car for over an hour and it's only 20 minutes away. We get there and we go running past like the start line, go run to the porta potties and ask the people if we can please, who are waiting, if we can please go and then take off and just catch up. Oh my God. So, so I did take a nice, a really nice, perfect, it was a perfect, perfect, solid, easy shit. I mean, it was like perfect, perfect shit. I mean, I got it right out in time. 640. Um, and then uh, you did well in your race? I did really well. Yeah, I did really well. I, was just, I didn't like, you know, I would have preferred to have different starting conditions, obviously, not jumping out of a car, running to relieve my bladder, and then quickly running across the start line and not like stretching or just, you know, getting a warm up or anything in. So, what time did you but shit? But the race is. I shit at 6.40, which is, you know, right when I had my appetizer. Exactly. So, so 12 hours. It was like 12 hours. Yeah. 11 to 12 hours. I usually eat dinner around 8.30, and I shit at 7.30 every morning. So it's then, about 11 hours. Exactly. And then what time, what time did you start running? The race started at 7.30. We left at like 7.45. What? Yeah, because we, we started late. We got there late. So you started the race late? We started the race late, yeah. And you came in, what, how many people ran? I have no idea. Probably like thousands. I have no idea. What place did you come in? Did you know? I think um, in my age group, I did 11. And then I think 92 overall, maybe in the top 92 receded. Wow. And then how far? Pretty well. 13 and a half miles? 13.1. Did you train for that? Did you train for it leading up to it? I do. I'm a, co- I'm a, a coach and a run coach. You're a run coach? I had no idea she was a run coach. Yeah, she's a maniac with fitness. <laughs> I know. I had really no clue. I'm a run coach at Lifetime Fitness. Yeah. I had no idea. Okay, <laughs> that's great. I bet you are a motherfucker to deal with, though. 
I do, well, I do those cross training. So I do, on Thursdays, I do the Dawn Patrol. So it's a, a, a running circuit. We do cross training. What's your coach style? Are you like, like, come on, or are you like super positive and clapping? What do you do? Oh my God, super positive and encouraging. <laughs> but the different people, like, I'll modify it depending on people. Like, some, I'm always positive and upbeat and make it fun. I'm not mean and brutal, but I'm definitely encouraging. Hmm. Definitely encouraging. That's some, cool. This is not, definitely these people are not the type of people that need like, a beat down. Yeah. Um, I think making it fun, encouraging, making it fun is definitely my style. So have you had any any other um, occurrences of anger lately with any public service people or customer service? Oh, my God. No, but Seth totally did. um, He was exploding like the uh, DCs and LCs at Starbucks in New York. He texted me this morning. He was about to lose his mind. Now he's literally about to lose his mind. He's going off on Starbucks? Yeah. He was texting me about it. He's like, the DCs and the LCs are fed up to New York. They're everywhere. He was losing a shit this morning because he ordered two drinks at Starbucks and they were incapable of figuring out how they ordered, he ordered two of the exact same drink and they charged them separately, different prices for each one. And he's like, it's a latte, an extra shot and a venti cup. Ice. Like that, that's out of heart. And why do one of them was like a seven something and the other one was like $6. Like they're completely different and they're the exact same drink and they could not figure out how to bring up the two. I mean, it was ridiculous. Like the, and then, they had to void them out and then recharge them. And it took them like 20 minutes basically to get two drinks and pay for them. Jesus. Well, I feel like there's two new, there's two groups that need to fear the two of you, the Starbucks employees and then Mexican servers that work at Indian restaurants. Are you ready for it, by the way? Mm-hmm. This is what we've been holding on for this whole time. You're ready for mm-hmm, it? Mm-hmm. Here it is. Yeah. I, I just don't get it. And then, you know what? And there's, I'm sure there's some great Mexican waiters out there. Yeah. But this one in particular was definitely missing, like, part of his brain. Or he's one of those kids that, you know, were probably, like, grew up in, like, the ghetto, like, Tijuana, or, like, somewhere <laughs> near there, and was malnourished, and probably, like, kicked by his dad, and now he's grown up, and it's, like, part of, like, the, what's the, the frontal area, you know, that's damaged. Sometimes you become schizophrenic and psychotic, and sometimes you just become really dumb. And he definitely is one of those became really dumb. And he's managed to get a job somehow. Oh, my God. So... Whoever owns that restaurant can't be that bright because they hired this idiot. <laughs> oh, shit, Maria. That's amazing. Anyway. Wow. That was it. That was very specific, her her Mexican rant. Ghetto areas like Tijuana and fucking... Anyways, frontal lobe damage, schizophrenic, or they become just fucking dumb. Really specific. <laughs> Speaking of... Oh, boy. Um, a lot. I'm stressed out. Yeah. I need like a Valium after that. Gang areas. Um, we got this phenomenal. Oh, well, yeah. Someone, someone was watching you talk in our old neighborhood and they just sent a video in of you talking. Oh, they had like just recorded me. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty neat. Okay, the other day, when the fucking stupid cops had me handcuffed, the other day, the fucking idiots, like a LAPD, a bunch of punk. Idiots. Perros. They're interviewing me on the street. Um, this is your old 18th Street game. Yeah, then drinking a tecate out of a, of a sure. brown bag. Yeah. Um, and the, the thing is, is, like, these people... It's funny, they get really pissed off that there's a camera and mic there, but they're not on camera. But when they get involved, they be, they get on camera. You know what I mean? Like, they're not on camera, and they're yelling at the camera guys to get out of there. 
Then the camera guy puts the camera on them and they go, don't fucking put me on camera. Right. Well, It's I almost think, like the move to make when you want to get on camera, right? I think the problem is drunk. When you're Everyone's drunk. drunk. Yeah. So when you're drunk, you're you're like, oh, I'm fucking being videotaped. Don't fucking tape me, man. Uh, she doesn't talk like that. She fucking, talks a little different. Don't tape me, bro. I, I could use audio of her for some game. I'm not sure what we would call it. What? But this morning, I was kicking back with the guys from Temple Street and Diamond Street. <laughs> kicking back. Uh, right now. The guys from Temple Street, Diamond Street. Ain't nothing funny. Take that shit somewhere else. You ain't paying nobody nothing and take a picture of them undercover. You got a boom. You understand what's going on? She's really upset about the fact there's a camera. What you want to be on? Don't turn that motherfucker towards. Don't turn. No, 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 no. Just talk to me. Why don't I show you? Yeah, how you gonna tell me? I don't even have. I'm too damn old to have a boyfriend. That's right. Yeah, you got that shit right. So when you open your mouth and talk, be sure. What are you gonna do, homie? What are you gonna do? He ain't gonna do shit. Nothing. But be sure when you open your mouth. He ain't gonna do shit. Okay, this uh. Flap his mouth. You know. They're so drunk. Yeah. Everyone's drunk in this conversation. Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> but, but weed is the problem in America. That's what homies do. Everyone wants to go after weed, and this I is know. how drunk people interact. And they're out in public. It's just standing on the street corner. Yeah, it, it keeps going. They, there's a lot of... Bro, this is our old neighborhood, just so you know. Yeah, and just so you know, I, I found something here that is exactly what I was talking to you about the other day. I'm going to play it for you in a second because right. we were having this conversation. You, may, you know what? Get what your, you cam- do? Get your camera you away. Hey. Get your camera. Well, both of y'all get going. Get going. Now. Get it going. Now. Um, so remember I was telling you about like what's considered the east side? Mm-hmm. Check it out. And the west side. And I was like how it's so different from yes. like. When you're a gangbanger, it's different. When you're a gangbanger, it's different. Check this shit out. Anybody that says F-U-C-K, um, fuck 18th Street, I get dumb, brother. I got a fierro for them right here. Look. Hey, period, honest, between us, honest, I don't like cops. Some puercos, animales. This is the other clip, sorry. This is the other clip, but he doesn't like cops. LEPD, sure, a bunch of idiots, puercos. That's right. Somebody walks by, yells, fuck the police. Mm. He goes, that's right. All right, now this is the part. Originals right here, Toy Boxer. You're in the west side right here. All these people come over here and say right here, hey, you know what? We're from uh, South Central. Fuck that. You're in the west side. You know where he is? Rampart Division. Yeah. Yeah. But isn't that interesting? Yes. That's the west side. Yes. So that, like, the guy that I met, that I told you about, and he mm-hmm. was like, yeah, I'm from the west side. And he said, like, kind of like, it was like this, this area. Mm-hmm. I was like, huh, what are you talking about, the west side? But That's for them, it is for gangbangers because it's West Los Angeles, right. West proper Los Angeles. Right. Los Angeles is basically the city of LA is like downtown in that that area. That's LA. So when you say West, I'm from the West Side. You're from the West Side of that. Right. They don't consider downtown LA is considered LA to them. Right. Whereas the rest of us consider West LA. <laughs> like is West of the four hundred five. Yeah. 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 It's so funny. 
Well, because they uh, they also see the world according to streets. You know, like 18th yeah. Street Gang, they have a hood that's like a grid of the city, these yeah. few streets. That That's their whole world is a few streets. But when he said that, I was like, oh, this is exactly yeah. what I was talking to you about. When he said that or when you said this, when they were interviewing you. when they were, But I was pretty drunk. I usually don't drink that much <laughs> during the day, but this day I was drinking a lot during the day. Yeah, what were you He's pounding. Up. I'm, excuse me, I'm pounding Tecate. <laughs> Out of my brown bag. I think this is my fourth or fifth. Out of or my brown bag, homie. We were yeah. kicking it. I forgot kicking the, the it. That's original. A, that's another uh, total LA homie thing. Yeah. We were kicking it, Holmes. Yeah. <laughs> Palabra. Palabra. I fucked up about the mirror, what they did. <laughs> La Mara did that shit. Uh, MS, the mirror. That, that's crazy sight right there. How long were you with 18? Oh, since 19, what? 77? He was in the gang since 77? La M. Of course. Fuck, of course. man. Dude, that, that guy's an old school gangbanger. But he doesn't seem old enough to be doing it that long. Shit. Shit. I got jumped in um, by three people there by 18. 18 seconds. They always have cool, um, like... And it, like little <laughs> things like that, like they jumped me for 18 seconds right. to be in the 18th Street Gang. He right. was born on the 18th, also. By it's the called way. branding. Yeah, that's how you do it. Well, we branded our gang. Right. There's a lot of things I can't talk about. Murders. Don't that, talk about it. That I committed. <laughs> of course. Who? Rockwood. Smaka, bitches. <laughs> bitches. Rockwood. In the penitentiary. Nah, you can't get it. In the penitentiary? How? Well, you know, we all got fucking tattoo guns and shit. <laughs> yeah. I love the penitentiary. And they will give me six months in jail right now. He loves it. Loves it. He would love to get six months right now. It's probably why he's been in the gang for so long. He probably served a lot of that time in prison. You know, and you get out and you're like, oh, I guess I'm still in the gang. I'm well, not only that, you're do. like, life out here is so much harder than in, inside. Yeah. Inside, he's like, I got my boys. I know how shit operates. Not my boys. You got your homies. You know what I'm saying. Ese. What's this hyena supposed to I strapped her down, you know, to Lana, you know. Who's this payaso right there? I'm only from San Diego, from Motai. He did it. Did it payaso? Yeah, we're Southerners. One thing about us. And then what about the droopy? That's the droopy right there, right? Yeah, droopy right there. Droopy. See? I miss, I miss going to jail. Yeah. I got two, I got three. Three strikes. Three They bring your juvenile record and everything up. I got arrested for uh, attempted murdering a police officer. That's never good. That's always bad. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. He um, he just said I miss being in jail. Yeah, I heard it. I mean, yeah, I got it. <laughs> uh, Can you let it settle in? I'm trying. <coughs> He's a lifer. <coughs> All right. Oh, Bless you. I'm be 46. Palabra, serio? Oh. 46 years old. Chris Dormer, honest, may God be my witness, Chris Dormer, I promise you, si Dios quiere and the Holy Bible got me, he'll be my bunkie. I think he repent. 
I hate cops. I'll be my bunkie if I go to heaven. I'll be my bunkie. He didn't do nothing wrong. He is hating the way they treat you and the way they treat me. You seen the other day right there on Six and Bonnie Bray? What the Bonnie Bray. Six and Bonnie Bray. That's our old hood, bro. Six and Bonnie Bray. We, yeah. That's literally yes. four lights down yes. from where Christina and I lived. <laughs> You understand we lived in one of the, the yeah. highest crime, <laughs> worst fucking neighborhoods you can live in. Highest fucking crime. Mm-hmm. It's bad. It's like it was off the charts for uh, carjacking, uh, breaking and entering. And then assault. it was a cr- aggravated assault. Aggravated, was a big yeah. one. Well, and it was all gang related. Yeah. All the violence was because we were at a crossroads between these guys, mm-hmm. 18th Street Gang. And MS. And MS-13. Yeah. And there was a couple murders while we were there. One while I was mm-hmm. masturbating in the mm-hmm. living room. Mm-hmm. And I heard it on the street. And then Jose, I called him and he goes, well, yeah, somebody just shot somebody in the head <laughs> on six. And I was like, cool, man. Oh, yeah, yeah that's the best just guy. went up and he uh, just shot him in the head. It's like <laughs> three in the afternoon. Yes. Yes. That was a good neighborhood. The ghetto birds every night. Remember the helicopters? Every night. Just Old fucking night, dude. That's so crazy. That was Six a rough hood. Remember, we used to drive by. We're like, Bonnie Bray is the bad. Is a Bonnie Bray. It, it was apparent that it was bad. Yeah, that's it was a bad one because all the homies would sit out on their stoops. Yeah, I remember when we first moved there. I had a Volkswagen. I had the windows murdered out, like all of them. And um, one time, I was just rolling on Bonnie Bray, and these vatos, they were all fucking mad dogging me because they couldn't see that I was, was like a, a dopey yeah. white girl, right? They were just like, oh, sh-. like they were checking me out. Yeah. And I was like, fuck. So I rolled down my windows like, hi, guys. It's just it's Did you really? I rolled down the windows because they were, they were looking at me like, who the fuck is this bitch with her tinted? They didn't know. They didn't know who I was. Did you let them get in there? Banging gangbangers? Yeah. Nah. Why? Not that time. Not that time. Remember, another time? Do you remember um, Jose, our old building manager and... Um, when the one time the sink was plugged up, water. <laughs> this is literally his reasoning. No, the yeah, the sink was clogged, and he goes, well, "The sink is clogged, you see, because the tub, the, the bathtub. The, oh, right, tub is clogged because the water won't go down. You see, there's something in there plugging it up. I'm like, yeah, yep. <laughs> That's right. If uh, if I unclog it, <laughs> then all the water will go down. Right. And we're like, yeah, yeah, bro. But right now. It won't go down because it's clogged. It's all plugged up. It's all plugged up. I got to unclog it. I'm like, well, do you think you could unclog it? Yeah. I have to get a device and then yeah. uh, unclog it. Then the water will go down. And he actually said, he goes, um, but until I do that, there's going to be water there. Right. Yeah. You didn't say that. Yeah. That was a wacky, wacky place. And then before him was an old man named Henry. Who passed away, and that's how we got Jose. But Henry uh, had about a twelve case, twelve packer liquid lunch every day, every day. And uh, one time, our my smoke. This is before you moved. No, it in was there. Uh, wasn't it Hal? Hal, not Henry. Right. Hal. Hal. So Hal, yeah, he's tw- twelve beers every you know few hours. Anyway, the smoke detector was going off; it just wouldn't stop or something. So he was too drunk and old to get up on the ladder and pull the thing down. So he's like, just go up there, pull down the thing. And I'm like taking direction. I'm like, all right. So I pull off the white part of the smoke detector 
And then there's all these wires. And he's like, just cut the wires. And I'm like, are you sure that's a good idea? Because they're, yeah. they're live. Yeah, he was yeah. drunk. And he's like, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Just take, use these pliers. There's plastic on them. It's fine. Well, guess what, kids? You can't cut live wires. <laughs> it sparked. And it was like, zzz, like the massive spark. And there's like a black stain on the fucking wall. And I immediately ran down that ladder, boy. That's the last time right. I'll cut a fucking I remember wire. he was like, oh, I sorry. shouldn't. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I had a liquid lunch today. Yeah. Sorry. Like, oh, sorry. You could have killed me, bro. Sorry. Sorry, I say. Fuck. I sent that girl out there. I sent her because of wire and she died. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah. He likes beer. He likes beer. Uh, oddly enough, I will say the neighbors in that building were more civilized. The nicest. Than I remember some it. neighbors we might have in uh, nicer neighborhoods. I remember it. <laughs> Certainly the nicer huh. than the ones we had in the next two neighborhoods. Yeah. Interesting, huh? Mm-hmm. How that goes. Remember when our uh, car insurance, when we moved out of that neighborhood, <laughs> went down like $300 a month? Yeah, bro. I was like, are you sure? And they're like, yeah, you're leaving a really bad neighborhood and you're going to a better one. I was like, oh, okay. No. When I moved in there, oh, I, I would look at the LAPD crime maps like just to see what's going on. <sighs> And it would be fucking lit up, dude. Yeah. Like our Dodger Stadium, five man. block radius yeah. would just lit up with ag-, ag assault, like you said. A couple of rapes here and there. A couple murders. Murders, yep. yeah. Wow. Well, we were we could see MacArthur Park. I mean, yes. MacArthur Mar- Park was pretty famous as like where to score. That's also where they score filmed, with needles. They filmed Training Day there. <laughs> Remember that little film? Yeah, that was a fun, fun time. That's our that's our old neighborhood, man. That's what's called uh, featuring as a comedian when you're a feature comic. <laughs> Rampart. Yeah, Rampart. We, we definitely should have rented somewhere else, though, right? Like, what happened was that place came. I had lived in a really crazy place in Silver Lake up that stair street. It was like 150 yeah, steps. What the fuck were you thinking, though? What I was thinking was I needed a break from society. That was my Ralph, no. my Ralph Waldo Emerson house. Not that one. The second Rampart. one. So what happened was I went on vacation with my dad to the Dominican Republic. I come back mm-hmm. and the grapefruit that I had left out had been half eaten. And so there were bites taken out of shit. Right. And apparently we had a little uh, rat problem. Mices, Mises, rats. Yeah. And I told the landlady, I'm like, dude, this is not cool. And she's, she just didn't answer. She didn't respond. And I was like, I'm out of here, bro. So that was like the first place I could find as quick as I could find it, basically. And it was a night, but it was a, we had the top corner unit in the ghetto. So it was safe. It was actually safe. Nothing bad ever happened to us, thank God. But yeah. just the neighborhood was well, That's atrocious. what I'm saying, though. Why didn't you pick a different neighborhood? Because I was a single girl at the time. I was, right. But it was too expensive to live alone in Silver Lake. It was no, too expensive. No, but I'm not saying Silver Lake. A different neighborhood. Like you picked the worst neighborhood. I know. Well, part of me was a little more urban back then, a little grittier. Man. But it was too expensive. Like, I wanted to stay on the east side. I wanted to stay Silver Lake, Echo Park. Yeah. But that shit was too expensive. So that was, like, the cheapest neighborhood for the most value. Like, I got that. It was a big space for me. Yeah. It was had AC. Remember, we had, like, 15-foot high ceilings. I remember one of my favorite things was that when... Two parking spots. It was was good. Tandem parking. Yeah. I remember when the AC stopped working one time. And, like, this summer, I was like, Jose, you got to come up here, man. This is bad. And it's like just hot air as fucking oh, yeah. boiling. And he goes, uh, yeah, I got to call the cooling guy. And I go, okay. He goes, he's not around till Wednesday. Yeah. And it was like Sunday. And I go, call somebody else. He's like, nah, he's my guy. Right. So we have to wait till Wednesday? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
That was my favorite. I get the guy's busy till next week. Well, there's other guys. Yeah, call another guy. <laughs> nah, that's the guy that I call though. If I call another guy, then it won't be the guy that I normally call. It would be a different guy. Right. Remember, didn't he borrow like your suit hanger or something here? Garment bag. Garment. He goes, uh, Tom. <laughs> yeah, he goes, You got a suit bag? And I go, <laughs> what? what? He goes, a suit bag. And I go, what's that? I don't know what you're talking about. He goes, like a bag. You put a suit in? And I go, oh, a garment bag. And he goes, yeah, suit bag. Like he won't even take the new word into his vocabulary. Yeah, I, I got a suit bag. Go borrow it. You got to go to a wedding. You got to wear a suit. Yeah, I'll give, I'll give, you can borrow my suit bag. He was the nicest. He and he his wife, Linda, were the nicest people. And I remember one time I went down to their apartment to ask for something. And I got to, like, you know when you get to peek inside other people's apartments mm-hmm. and see how they live? Now, you and I were hoarders, okay? Mm-hmm. Let's be honest. We had a one-bedroom apartment we were sharing. We had so, so much dumb crap, between, which we still do. We have so much dumb crap. These people had an immaculate space. Yeah. They're the kind of people that the carpet, you could see the lines from it being vacuumed. She, remember her? She was like, oh, Jose. Oh, she, she loved, she used to call they loved each other. Oh, Mario. And I go, what's Mario? She goes, it's a pet name. They loved each other. Mario. You could tell they still fucked a lot. Yes. Yeah. And she even had like plastic runners, mm-hmm. you know, like so that you could walk on certain parts of the carpet. They're sweet people. One time I went to, uh, we got like frozen treats that you microwave from TJ's. Yeah. Like little, you know, that you heat them up and they're like little hors d'oeuvres, hors d'oeuvres. Mm-hmm. And I was like... Would you like some? And she just like mouthed. She did the same to me. Yeah, she ate like six of them. I was like, holy shit, you just devoured that. I made Spanakopita once from Trader Joe's, Trader's Joe. Mm -hmm. And she came over and she, they were fixing something. And she goes, oh, is that Spanakopita? And I was like, yeah. She goes, I love Spanakopita. You want some? She ate about half of them. Yeah, that's awesome. She was tiny. Tiny, tiny. So was he. He was a fucking 100 pounds. But. No, that huge horse guy. He had a hog on him. He had that long hair that you like, that long, long <laughs> hair. He had such long hair. He had like mid-back length. Yeah, he was nice awesome. mustache. He was, he was Puerto Rican. Total Puerto, Puerto Rican. Puerto Rican. Oh, fuck the Hammy Hancock. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have to go back to uh, 18th Street Gang uh, later. We got to get going. We got to also next time mm. uh, do King Ass Ripper. We talked about it at the top. Oh, yeah. And we did not follow through. Sorry, guys. Next episode, we will... We will We'll catch up with our Lord Ass Ripper. That's true. We'll catch up with some more. Lord, Lord of the Rips. Lord of his assholeness. <laughs> All right. Bye, guys. Bye, meows. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh.
That's not bad. Not bad at all. 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 Not bad at all.